And now the disclaimer. The topics heard on Into Your Body is primarily meant for mature audiences and is not intended for younger or more sensitive listeners. The suggestions and opinions heard on this show does not necessarily represent the views of this station, its management, or their underwriters. These suggestions are not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness or other malady. Discretion has been advised. And now, enjoy the show. And this is episode 40 of Into Your Body, the show that helps you get into your body so that you can get the most out of your life. I am DJ. And I'm Sam. And let's start the show off with some things from the headlines today. Let's look at what we've got here. According to the New York Post, and this was uh, about a few days ago, this was uh, Dateline May 5th. Does it start with Florida Man? You know what? It actually does start with a Florida man. (laughs) As typical as, as some news stories that you don't want to hear about seem to start with. Yep. So it starts, and this is from the New York Post. This is dated Cinco de Mayo, which is when this show was recorded. So this story okay. may be old. Just letting you know, we do record the show uh, in advance. So here's what we've got the story here. Uh, it says here, a horny couple were caught having drunken sex right outside a Florida police station, <laughs> according to reports. Uh, uh, Gary Hill and Crystal Francis were, quote, actively engaging in sexual intercourse when officers found them just steps outside their own police headquarters in Key West, Miami, Florida, outside of Miami, according to NBC Miami. Hills telling the cops why he did it says, quote, I'm horny. And she was just giving it up to me right then and there, end quote. Well, you know. When you're hot, you're hot. I guess. So, of course, uh, Hill was arrested and faces a charge of lewd and lascivious slash indecent exposure. (laughs) Yes, and? Uh, Their partner was so intoxicated that police took them to the hospital. Officers plan to uh, give them a warrant for their arrest once they sober up. All right. So here's the moral of that story. The moral of the story is? If you're going to boink in Florida, mm-hmm. don't get drunk and do it at the police station. That was kind of a not at the smartest move that they did. No, that was kind of, yeah, that was an amateur move. That's like a beginner's <laughs> move. Like a uh, rookie move, guys. It's like, yeah, we got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, let's do it. Where? At the police station. Let's do it at the cop shop where no one's going to be looking at anybody anywhere. That's just the best place to look, right? Right. Of course. No. What? <laughs> what? <clears throat> Some people I just don't understand, you know. <laughs> yeah, rookie right, move. It, it is a bit of a rookie move. But if you're having sex out there in public, really, I mean, I'm not, I, okay, let's not kink shame anybody. Well, no, I'm not going to kink shame anybody, but if you're going to do it in the police station or at the police station, go inside somewhere where they're not going to pay attention to you. Right, where all the cameras are. Right. <laughs> Why would anyone make such a silly, silly, silly error like that? I was horny. Yeah, that's yeah. Tell that to the judge. That's exactly <laughs> what they said to him. I bet you. Yeah, pretty much. But here's a question: Is like why? And it comes back to another bigger question: Is like why are we still 
have these hang-ups hang ups about, you know, what can be seen, what can't be seen, decent exposure, indecent exposure. You know, we we still have that attitude towards sex where we have to actually, like, monitor people from, like, you can't do that. You there was a young lady yourself. downtown the other day here in Eugene, Oregon, mm-hmm. with stars painted on her breastuses, and that's all she was wearing up there. Yeah, but what was the occasion? She was just wandering around. Just wandering God around. God knows what to give there was an occasion. Well, it reminds me of the person who, uh, in Ashland, Oregon, the, 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 the topless cyclist. The, bis- yeah. the topless cyclist who would just like, I'm just going to be wearing this all day long. Yeah, I'm just, just going to wear this thong and ride around and, yeah. Topless. Of course, making the, happy. And of course, of course, people are saying they're making a statement. Yeah, the statement was, I haven't got any clothes on. I think that's. I think that is a statement. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of these days it ought to be free, but there, you know, there is that bizarre double standard, right? Where men can walk around topless, but women can't. Yeah, silly. And there's some places that actually made a new legislation mm-hmm. where people can go topless as long as the male, and this is in one jurisdiction somewhere, the male is not, and this is the term they use, discernibly turgid. Right. Also in Ashland, Oregon, back not so long ago, it was legal to be topless in Mm -hmm. Ashland. In fact, it was legal to be almost naked as long as your genitalia was covered. Right. Until the old dude at the school. And he messed it up for everybody. The old dude at the school? Could you be more specific? Well, he wasn't wearing any pants or anything. And he was right next to the school, next to the middle school. So he was in violation of the ordinance mm-hmm. to begin with anyway. Yeah. And so he messed it up for everybody. Well, the, well, by not obeying the rule. Right. It's like, just cover your, just, just cover up your crotch. Your That's junk. all. Cover up your crotch. That's all you got to do. Yep. But he wrecked it. So instead of punishing him, then now the rule changed. Yep. They dumped the whole rule. Because one person can't keep their act together. Yeah. That's, that's so grade school. I know. It's like why, so that's a good idea running your running your city as if it's like a, a gigantic grade school. It's like, well, since one person didn't bring their toothbrush today, we're all gonna be wearing wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the way laws get made, you know. Well, I think laws get made. The laws ought to be made with the respect of the personal autonomy of each people. But I mean, there's there are these things called chaos limiters, right? So, like, okay, cover up yourself. But I mean, seriously. Not next to a school. And definitely not at a police station. And definitely not at a police station. That's just that's just kind of dumb. <laughs> no. Don't do not do that, please. <sighs> Sigh. Sorry for all the little ticks and knocks here. I'm having a little trouble keeping my microphone in one position. The microphone's in one spot. It's funny. It keeps flopping down. I'll fix that. Because, you know, when things are flopping down. Yeah. You don't I, I hate that. Yeah. And now in the next news story, this has to deal with the Sesta Foster monster. That beast. That beast that we have to do this. Now, to just to give everyone who is uh, listening to us for the first time, uh, there is a legislation that uses the acronym S-E-S-T-A and F-O-S-T-A, Sesta and FOSTA. Now, those legislations were put in place 
in the attempt to curb illegal sex trafficking amongst people. Unfortunately, the end result of that is that people who were legally uh, working as sex workers found themselves on the bad side of the law and finding themselves not being able to basically do their work, right. communicate what their work are in social media and on other websites. And as of right now, there's legislation being drafted as of May 5th, 2019, to which there will be a second part of it where those same people will not have access to bank accounts and will find whoever is been pegged as a potential sex trafficker of some sort will have their bank accounts taken away from them or will not be allowed to have a banking uh, account at all. Yeah. Now, the end result of these laws is not that it has curbed sex trafficking because not when you bit. put laws like that on the books, what happens is that the bad guys just take what they're doing and go underground. Yep. And all the responsible people who are following the laws get shafted. It's sort of like the same concept of people passing a law to, to monitor people's behavior in the hopes that that behavior will go away. Right. It's some of the same laws that people pass where they're expecting someone to walk into a store. Well, I was going to rob this store, but there's a law in the book saying you can't. So, yeah. <sighs> It's like, you must wear your seatbelt. I guess I'm going to have to go sell another copy of Grit. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're thinking that, that sex traffickers will look at the law and say, oh, I guess I can't do it anymore. I'm out of business. Yeah. No, they go underground. The point is they are illegal sex traffickers. They are trafficking illegally so they're gonna keep acting illegally so the first thing so if you're gonna work with people who are acting illegally the first thing you to do is not enact a law that they're going to ignore anyway how about you legalize sex work Legal and take away their business well legalizing sex works actually kills uh, it would kill the cartels i mean legalizing cannabis in the pacific states have done a number to the cartels yeah. there's fewer there's fewer and fewer and fewer cartel busts that have been happening since then since everything has now on the books in the pacific states have to be work has to be conducted above board especially if you're dealing yep. with cannabis you have to have it licensed and taxed and regulated and monitored if you're going to do that stuff and anything that runs afoul of that well that goes back into the old bad old rules you know, treat sex. You know, treat sex work and sex workers with the respect that they deserve, and then do what you're supposed to do when you try to catch the bad guys. Set up stings and dragnets yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah. how it's supposed to work, in my opinion. In my opinion, enacting another law isn't going to actually hurt those who are illegally trafficking. Yeah, it's not going to hurt them a bit because they're not going to obey that law any more than they yeah. do the ones we already have. They're already ignoring the laws on the book, which yeah. is not to do sex not to do sex trafficking in the first flipping place. Right. And by the way, trafficking in and of itself is already illegal. Mm-hmm. So um Yeah, to the, I mean trafficking, specifically trafficking. Yeah, specifically trafficking. So legalize non trafficked sex workers. Make that a thing. Mm -hmm. And then catch the bad guys. Yeah. there's Quit wasting. I mean, I just wish people just quit wasting everyone's time by passing 
laws that are going to just be ignored. And why do we worry about it? Because guess what, people? We're sex workers. Yeah, sex educators also kind of sort of fall under that umbrella, don't they? Yes, we do. Yeah, so because of those laws, it's difficult for me, for this show actually. Like, we got into this show with a Twitter and a Tumblr and a Facebook before these rules came down. But as a result, we can't get an Instagram account. Right. We might be able to get a Patreon account, but we're afraid that they're going to purposely duck that because the rules say you have to... You know, if there's anything that is untoward, like any sort of sex worker account or anything having to do with sex, what sites like Patreon tend to do is what they call shadow ban. Yep. Where they don't block the page outright, but they duck it from searches. Yeah. So if you're trying to search for somebody's page on Patreon, you'll get a goose egg. You'll get you'll get you'll get nothing. You'll say that this page doesn't exist or you can't search for it or we can't find it. You have to be given the specific URL and physically type it in letter for letter, number for number, space for space to get to their Patreon page or to get to their Instagram or their Facebook or what have you. Mm -hmm. And that's and so shadow banning does happen. I'm kind of worried about I'm kind of wondering about that because we've had 75 people listed as fans on our on the into your body facebook page Mm -hmm. into your body podcast on facebook it's been 75 since december it's now may yeah and i know we've spread it around yeah we've we've spread it around like like peanut butter on bread Yep. the link the show people are listening to the show and thanks to everyone who's been listening to the show but we're stalled at 75 on Facebook for six months, and that's a bit concerning. Yep. Wondering if we're shadow banned already. Just because of our topics, what we talk about, what we say. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So anyway, one of the places that got that really suffered from it was Tumblr. Right. And Tumblr, which was originally purchased by Yahoo, and then later the whole kit and caboodle of Yahoo was then purchased by Verizon. And the Verizon's goal was to basically take Tumblr because they saw the popularity of Tumblr as a social media site and thinking that, hey, we have an asset. Let's take it. Let's take it over and then just make it our own. And in order for them to do this, they wanted to make Tumblr family friendly and adhere to the SESTA-FOSTA legislation. Now, here's where there's a problem. Tumblr has been a center for sexually marginalized communities and people who don't get their voices heard. You know, people who who don't have the path of community radio open to them, they have the Internet. Right. And so Tumblr was one of those places where those voices got a chance to be heard and promoted and supportive. Not only there was a freedom of sexual content on Tumblr, but because but due to that freedom, there was a freedom of sexual expression and a lot of queer communities uh, a queer friendly spaces and queer safe spaces online started on Tumblr. Right. When SESTA-FOSTA was enacted, those communities went away because they talked about sex and sexuality and a lot of people knee-jerk that as to, oh my God, it's probably connected to sex trafficking. Let's throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let's trash it all. Well, one of our titles was flagged, if you recall. It was. It was it was a title of one of our show. I think it was like 
one, it was one of an episode that we posted to Tumblr and it had sex and something else and it was flagged for being inappropriate. It was just a text about the show yeah. and who it was broad and about our broadcast. Right. But it was flagged for inappropriate content. Ridiculous. There was no inappropriate content. It just we have a sex negative society here. We seem to, certainly. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you have a nation founded by Puritans. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants it, but nobody wants it visible. So, anyway, here's the latest thing about Tumblr. After Tumblr initiated SESTA-FOSTA, started following it, and started just kicking people off, many, many people left Tumblr in droves. Yeah. And so what was initially was understood to be an asset for Verizon and Yahoo quickly became the opposite. It was hemorrhaging money for the company. Right. And a lot, a lot of money. They thought that they were going to be sitting on a gold mine. Their goal, so also, all is clear, is to exploit the uh, the goodness that Tumblr had. Right. And all the people, and then people were, and I bet people, let me rephrase that. I bet you Tumblr's people thought the same thing that everyone else thought. We'll just change it. People will complain and then they'll just deal. <laughs> Didn't work out that way. You know, what Tumblr needed to, what Verizon needed to do was talk to wordpress.org and ask them, hey, how did you guys handle trying to take over LiveJournal? <laughs> Not real well. They didn't handle it well. Within a month after taking over Live Journal, they realized that their fan base was not going to sit back and shut up. And they very quietly sold it off to this company called Soup, which is run by a bunch of Russians. Right. Which is run by someone connected with the Russian government. Right. And Live Journal ain't what it used to be. No, it is not. So here we are right now with Tumblr. And guess what? What? Verizon, as of. Today, May 5th, 2019, Verizon is planning to sell off Tumblr. It's been losing money for them in the one, two, three months they t- had, they've had it in their control. Yep. Well, they ran everybody out. They ran everybody. They chased every. They chased what made Tumblr strong out, and then everyone else saw what happened, and then those people just, they, people kept jumping ship. Yep. See ya. Yeah, so here's a story from The Verge. Um, but it's all over the place. But I'm reading what it was written on from The Verge magazine. Okay, so they're seeking new people. That is, the they is Verizon. Verizon is seeking new people to run Yahoo. Because <laughs> Yahoo took it over in 2017, and then Verizon took over Yahoo. And now they lost a lot of money. So they're saying that the sale is still on in process and is ongoing and it might not result in any transaction according to Verizon, which means they're probably just going to let it die on the vine. <sighs> Here is where the story gets interesting. Vice president of Pornhub, Corey Price, says, we want to buy Tumblr. Heck yeah. Go Did, get it, Corey. We have the money. We have the resources. And once we take it over, we will re-put put Tumblr back to where it was. And I think that's actually a pretty good plan because here's why. SESTA-FOSTA is a U.S. legislation. Right. Pornhub 
is not based in the United States. It's based in Canada. Yep. They are not subject to the SESTA-FOSTA monster. Right. So if Pornhub takes it over, Tumblr becomes a Canadian property. Right. And everything goes back to where it was. I swear on my bottle of juice. (laughs) So that's the goal. And so Price is saying that's what he wants to do. And the and and no one's heard anything from Verizon, but when word came out from Pornhub that they wanted to buy Tumblr and put things back the way they were, a lot of people were pleased, and there are some people who don't want Pornhub to be messing with it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like Pornhub's turning it into a second Pornhub. Yeah, it's not like Pornhub is going to turn into a... a, a Center for Justice and Equality anytime soon. So, <laughs> true story. Yeah. Well, kind of maybe because they're doing the B thing. They're doing the, yeah. They are. Yeah. They're taking care of business here and there. <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, but I'm looking forward to finding out what would happen. And you know what? I think for the sake of their bottom line, I think it would behoove Verizon to just sell it off to Pornhub. I think so. Just just because if their bottom line is so important to them and they didn't know what to do with it. They thought this like, hey, we'll just have the money and they'll just come on over. Like, no, no, no. Which is one thing a lot of corporations don't seem to understand. The people actually do care what you do with their product. Yep. They're not just gonna you know, just just say, Well, I guess that's the way it is. It's like, Ooh, look at MySpace. I mean what well, MySpace. Poor MySpace. Where's MySpace? What happened to MySpace? Poof. Poof. Well, MySpace is still around, but no, who's using it now? Nobody. Hardly anyone's using it. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of corporations still are learning the hard way. You don't take your customers and your users for granted. You just don't see, oh, wow, look at all the money they make and then come <laughs> in and then try to change it around. And then discover that it's not making money anymore. Yeah, I wonder why. Well, because you keep putting their fingers in what they don't belong, where they don't belong, and that's not their job. Agreed. They gotta chill out a little bit more. So that's what we got. Right on. So let's see. There's one other story here that we're just going to do here. Here is one. How about this? I did not get this, but. Uh, Presidential candidate Buttigieg. I think I said that's right. Buttigieg. 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 I have no idea. I'm gonna get. I'm. I practiced his last name for so long. It's Buttigieg. Yeah. Buttigieg. Presidential candidate Boo. We call Mayor Pete around these parts. (laughs) Yeah. Mayor Pete. So Mayor Pete was speaking in Texas, and he got cat calls for his homophobic cat calls when he was speaking of course he did of course he did saying repent or marriage burn burn in hell because you don't love women nonsense nonsense they're screaming out nonsense well who came to his aid but also presidential candidate Beto O'Rourke right on Beto O'Rourke came to his aid and he said Texans don't stand for this kind of homophobia and hatred 
Mayor Pete, we are grateful you came to Texas and hope to see you and chasing back again soon. Don't that was quit my your worst. day job. That was, my, <laughs> that, was, that was a bad Texas accent. That was a bad Texas accent. That was accent. terrible. But I'm having yeah. fun here. Okay. In fact, I don't even know. I can't even do a good Beatle or work. He probably, he probably sounds like me. He might. I don't he know. Might. I've never actually listened to him speak. Texans don't stand for this kind of homophobia and hatred. Mayor Pete, we are grateful you came to Texas and hope to see you and chase him back again soon. That's what he wrote on Twitter. Right on. That's, you can't do that. That's just bad. Right. But here's my question. Who are letting that riffraff into the room? <sighs> the people who are catcalling. I mean, this is right. And you know, the cool thing that Mayor Pete said, you know, like he kept getting interrupted, kept getting interrupted. And then one person said, after after the last person said his, said his BS, he continued by saying, <clears throat> when I was de- being deployed to Afghanistan for the purpose of defending that gentleman's right to free speech, dot, yep. dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's just knock it off, guys. Just don't be jerks. Grow <laughs> up. Grow the hell up. So that's what we got. That's the news. That's the news. We got news. That's all the news we got here uh, for Into Your Body. That's the first part. And uh, we pretty much ate up the entire show. Yeah, we kind of did. Hey, guess what? <laughs> what? We give them the news. We just got the news. Just the news today because we have more. Because this is episode 40. We've been through 39 other episodes. Yep. And uh, we still want you to encourage. We still want you to encourage your friends to listen to the show. So please tell your friends, your family, and other people about this great podcast here. You can hear us at IntoYourBody.Buzzsprout.com if you want to hear the full uncensored podcast and any of the other 39 episodes that we have done. You can also continue to hear us on the radio at KPW 97.3 FM in the city of Eugene and at KPW.org. And you can still reach out to us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Into Your Body One. On Facebook, we're at Into Your Body Podcast. On Tumblr, Into Your Body Podcast. On New Tumble, Into Your Body Podcast. And you can send us an email at Into Your Body Podcast at gmail.com. And. Don't forget, we got swag. We have swag, yes. We have a swag. We will just go to our websites on our social media page on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook, and we have links where you can support the show. We have lots of stuff that you can buy. We'll give you the link on our Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr pages so that way you can support the show. Please buy this way. We got buttons and stickers and mugs and, and a couple of t-shirts and t-shirts so and all the things you want to decorate your bag or office with. Right. Right. We're getting there. Right, thanks to everybody. We are going to have another topic on episode 41. So please stick around and stay tuned. And until then, don't, don't forget, forget to, to masturbate. masturbate. Bye bye.